This is the Friday, March 25th edition of the Daily Wager Podcast. We'll set you up in 10 minutes and get you everything you need to know for all the hoops tonight and even looking ahead to the weekend. Welcome to the Daily Wager Podcast presented by DraftKings, America's top-rated daily fantasy app. I'm Doug Kazarian, joined on this Friday by Joe Fortenball. How are you, sir? Been a while since you and I held down a Friday. Nice to be on with you. I know we got a lot of games to get to, but I'm doing well, and I trust you are too. Yeah, obviously a lot going on right now with the tournament, the day two of the Sweet 16 tonight, and uh, that means we have four games to get to. In terms of me, you know, the one I'm uh, I'm kind of pivoting on, I was leaning St. Peter's most of the week, and now I'm on Purdue. I think the St. Peter's run ends, even though today is actually National Peacock Day. Just a little fun fact. <laughs> so I, but I think the Peacocks go down. I, I'm going to do first half. Look, I mean, Kentucky had this game, uh, scored plenty in the first half. They just couldn't make free throws in the second half. And also St. Peter's shot way above their kind of uh, season percentages for shooting. And give them, give them credit. It's a one-game situation. It's not a best of seven, and that's the beauty of the tournament. I just think the Magic runs. Produce size is just too much for the St. Peter's team that I believe their tallest starter six eight. So uh, that's going to be too tough. That's the play I'm pivoting on. But I also have uh, opinions in other games. Uh, I do like the Bruins here. Nothing concrete. I just think UNC's ceiling, while it's higher than UCLA's, when UNC plays their absolute best, I just don't think I'm going to get it. So uh, I'm going to take the Bruins here. All right. Lean to St. Peter's. Of the four games tonight, it's the one I have the least amount of confidence in. They defend the three-point line well, which is important against Purdue. And Purdue just had a 46-12 to free throw discrepancy against Texas, 46 to 12. Someone has to take note of that. I'm not calling for an investigation, but I don't think that can happen again tonight. So I lean to the 13 points. When you talk about UCLA, I would lay the two, although that's starting to creep up to two and a half. Along with Houston, UCLA is the only team left in the tourney that ranks in the top 15 in both offensive and defensive efficiency. They're very good protecting the basketball when it comes to turnovers. UNC doesn't force many turnovers. I think that's going to be an edge for the Bruins there. I look at UNC's last game against Baylor. I think they got jobbed a little bit by the officials in the second half during that comeback, but they still shot 44% from deep in that game, and they got 10 more free throws, and they still needed overtime to finish the job. I don't know if that's going to happen again against a good defense like UCLA, so I'll go ahead and lay the two and a half. I'm also looking at taking the points with Providence here. Creighton gave Kansas issues in that game. They only beat Creighton by seven. Creighton and Providence have some similarities. They both play good defense. They both play a slow tempo. Providence, however, has the better offense. And I think with seven points in that situation, it's going to be tighter than expected. And then the fourth game, I mean, it, it continues to steam. This is all, this started Iowa State minus one. It's Miami minus three. I would play the Hurricanes here. I think Iowa State's a fraud. And I apologize to all the Cyclones graduates and fans out there, but you look at who they beat in the first two games. LSU had just fired their head coach. Wisconsin was living on the wire as is with all those tight games. Those two teams combined to shoot six of 41 from deep against Iowa State. That's 14%. I don't think that's going to happen against a top 20 offense in Miami. Turnovers are going to be the difference here. Iowa State is very sloppy with the basketball. They commit way too many turnovers. Miami's very good with the basketball. That's going to be the difference. So for me, I like Miami minus the three, UCLA minus two and a half, Providence plus seven, lean the St. Peter's. Yeah, I'm with you on Miami. I think Iowa State is uh, the magic kind of runs for them, runs out for them too. I think this Hurricanes team showed me a lot in the conference tournament, uh, taking 
a Duke down to the wire. I was impressed with them. I need more points for Providence, but I don't want to lay six and a half. If it got to eight, because it was seven and a half overnight, I really like the Friars. I think everything they do, I know they're kind of a divisive team in, in the betting community. They're not, they're lucky and things like that. No, I think they're pretty yeah. solid. I just uh, I think Kansas is uh, you know headed to the uh, Final Four. They're, they would be the only one seed uh, to get there. In fact, we have not had a Final Four uh, without a single one seed ever. So uh, that could be crazy if the Jayhawks go down tonight or on Sunday. So that's where I stand on some of those games. Any NBA for you? Two I'm looking at, uh, Timberwolves, Mavericks. The total's moving up. It's at 229. I'm going against it. I'm playing the under. I know when people look at Minnesota games, they think about overs. Uh, generally, you want to think that way. But on the road, the home road splits for the Wolves this year are dramatic. On the road, they're giving up 117 points per game, which is ridiculous. They're 25th in defensive rating. But when they play at home, they're quite stout. 107 points per game, 10 fewer, and they rank third in the NBA in defensive rating. This is a very good Dallas team, very slow Dallas team, very defensive Dallas team. 229 feels high. I'll go over, or excuse me, under T-Wolves Mavericks. I'm also looking at the under in the Clippers Sixers game. Both are top 10 in defensive rating. Uh, Both move at a slow pace. Philly coming off that win against the Lakers. I think they lock it down here. It's uh, been moving down. It was around 220. It's now 218 at some shops. So two unders for you tonight. The Timberwolves under 229. Clippers Sixers under 218. Yeah, I can get behind that Timberwolves uh, total. That's something you've been on for a long time this season and certainly been rewarding you. I'm saving my best for last, and that's the Pistons. They're laying three and a half now with the Wizards. Uh, This is probably going to be my best bet. I do not trust the Wiz at all, especially on the road. And Kuzma missed the last night. They, they're they just not good, and they're tanking. I think Detroit's tanking a little bit, but within reason, because we I've talked about they start uh, solid veterans alongside Cade Cunningham. They have quality guys on this team. They're well coached by a guy who used to coach the Raptors when they were the one seed. So this is not some random lottery team that's just you know tanking, trying to trust trust the process. This is a legit team that plays well, just beat the Hawks. The other night by a lot, they're at home. I think they roll the Wizards here uh, pretty convincingly. I like this like this play a lot. And There's um, no one no one that likes the Pistons more than you. Not yeah, even the owner of the Pistons, not even the players I think they're the like 13-0-2 ATS or something. Oh, they had a loss. That was when they were a favorite. So they're, they're, they're one like ATS loss in the last like 16 games when they were favorites. So I guess I should tread lightly. Uh, we have two uh, games tomorrow with bids to the final four up for grabs. I like the Cougars here. I just think they're possessed, and I mean that in a good way. They have size, they have edge, and they have talent. And as good as Villanova is, as polished as Villanova is, I'm going to take the Cougars as uh, that between is, those two. That is, I got to tell you, man, what a matchup that's going to be. What a rock fight that is going to be. I got nothing on it right now. Initial gut was Villanova plus the two, but I don't know if I want to get in the way of the Houston train. Uh, I do look to the under, sitting around 128. Between the pace and the defense of these two teams, under would be my play there. The one I do like is the over, 147, uh, Duke and Arkansas. Uh, look at Duke and what they did against Texas Tech Thursday night. They scored 78 points in regulation. 78. I want you to think about that for a second because nobody did that to Texas Tech all season. 36 or 37 games, I believe, nobody scored 78 in regulation on them. Kansas hung 90 on them, but that took two overtimes to get there. All right, this is the number one team in the country in defensive efficiency, and Duke hung 78 on them. The offense has been fantastic. 
but the defense has been giving up a lot of points, 77 per game over their last seven. And Arkansas likes to play fast, top 30 in pace. I think Duke obliges. I think that game has shootout written all over it. I do too. Over 147. It's Arkansas a it's a big number though. I mean, you're looking at two teams can get in the 70s and it still goes under, right? It could be like a 73-70 game. Absolutely. There is risk there. I thought this was going to be about 150, to be honest with you. I thought okay. this was going to be a huge number. It has gone up. It opened. It, it's moved up three or four points. So clearly the opener was, was much lower than this and a much better opportunity than right now. But I think you're just going to have a track meet here. These Duke games have been incredible. I mean, even against Michigan State, they were putting up big numbers. I think Arkansas wants to play with Duke. They want to play fast. They want to put up big numbers here. I like a big score in this game. All right, yeah, I'm on that side, or at least I'm leaning to the over there. I also don't think Arkansas can match Duke. But, I mean, what the Blue Devils did down the stretch, shooting 71% in the second half, it's just hard to expect that again. Right, uh, nuts. I, I do think they advance, but this Musselman team has been great against teams that have great high win percentages. They, you know, they've just been awesome ATS. So not eager to fire on either game. Over would be the only thing I would play as of now, or, or I'd lean to like a Duke money line, something like that, because I – man – it's tough all around. It's tough all around. I, you know, I liked Arkansas against Gonzaga. I just didn't think they'd win, so I didn't think I'd have this matchup yet. But <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's going to do it for this edition of the Daily Wager podcast. We're on today at 6 Eastern on ESPN2. We'll have a full-hour show looking ahead to tonight and the weekend, and then we'll be back here on the podcast Monday morning. <laughs>